0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And the gardener says to Jesus, sir, let it alone for one more year. A time of enormous political uncertainty. Strongly held views about international relations. Deeply vested interests in the way forward as a nation state. Divided groups who represented different ways forward politically and culturally. Tension that bubbled beneath the surface those were all present in first-century Palestine at the time that Jesus told that parable. In the midst of a context of enormous political uncertainty about the way to respond to Roman occupation, at a time when some sought one particular direction and others a different one, Jesus was asked to comment On the nation and its response on God's people and their faithfulness and the place of repentance in the midst of that journey. He chooses not to condemn but to offer a parable. And in the midst of that parable are those words, Sir let it alone for one more year. For three years, we're told we'd been to look at that fig tree. For three years, we'd been to look for fruit and had found none. For three years, it had been enormously um, ungiving in terms of its fruitfulness and its achievements. And the suggestion was made to cut it down and to bring it to an end. And yet the gardener comes out and asks for more time. Sir, let it be alone for one more year. Well, if we were to look for a gospel reading to speak into our current national situation, it would be challenging to find one that had more to say in the midst of that situation that Jesus was addressing is that invitation and call to the nation, to communities, and to individuals to engage with the notion of repentance. As the gardener speaks of allowing more time, that isn't more time simply to extend a season of unfruitfulness. It's a time to put down manure, dig around the fig tree, and look for it to bear fruit. Put down manure and to dig around the fig tree. Well, perhaps the invitation to us is to look at what action we take in the midst of our own context, bearing in mind Jesus' teaching to the community at that time at that moment, in the midst of that political history? Well, perhaps the fertiliser and action in our own situation is also to be found in that Gospel reading. Jesus says, No, I tell you, but unless you repent. No, I tell you, but unless you repent. The call to repentance is one of the great themes of this season of Lent and indeed is woven through all that we sing and say together through this great reflective season. An invitation to turn away from sin and to follow Christ. An invitation to turn away from that which distracts us and to focus on God who creates us, loves us, and redeems us an invitation to engage with authentic community to do so with honesty and with grace and to generously approach how we look at ourselves and also at one another. the call to repentance requires an enormous degree of self- honesty but also the capacity to look with wisdom and grace upon those who seek our forgiveness in the midst of community. You may have seen that in this last week the Archbishop of Canterbury uh, appeared on social media holding a poster um, and that poster Um, is displayed, or part of it at least, is displayed at the back of the cathedral this morning and has been for some days, inviting us to reflect on what it means to be together in this complex and difficult political age. What it means for us to live in community together with differently held views, now, of course, the Church of England is well-placed to have had some experience of that in relation to other matters uh, over the last decade or so, or perhaps even longer. So maybe we're well-placed to be able to say what it means for us to be mutually flourishing, to be living together with differences of opinion, and yet to be holding up that which ultimately binds us together together, which is our understanding of who God is and who we are, created, loved and redeemed by God. Uh, At the bottom of the poster, or at least some versions of the poster, uh, is the invitation for communities to come together for a cup of tea. Uh, At one level, it seemed like an remarkable Anglican thing to do, uh, to get out the kettle and make a cup of tea and invite people to come together together but at another, it's a deeply profound invitation for communities to engage with the building of authenticity, honesty, grace, and generosity in their midst. Whilst at one level, drinking a cup of tea is a very uniting act, sharing in hospitality and in intentional time together, even with those with whom we do not always agree, is a space within which we can build community, express the honesty of our own opinion, listen carefully to one another, and act with grace and with generosity. Who knows what the days ahead will hold for us and for our nation? Uh, Indeed, if you were to read the newspapers this morning, there are almost as many predictions um, as to what will happen as there are possibilities of what might happen. But one thing is true and one thing is certain. And that is that cutting through the midst of all of that, we have a God who loves us. We have a God who calls each of us. And we have a God who, to all of us, invites us to enter into that journey of repentance and forgiveness that we and the whole of the community of which we are a part may be redeemed and may dwell in his love for all eternity. That's a big truth for us to hold on to in the midst of a time of enormous uncertainty. That's a big truth for us to seek to share with others as they are questioning and searching and looking and longing. In these coming days, whatever may happen in our national life and in international politics, let us remember that call to repentance, that extra time offered in the parable, but not time to just sit there Time to be fertilised and dug over. Time to look at ourselves with honesty and with integrity. Time to act to build community which is reconciled and authentic, even if within it different views and opinions are held. And through all of that, we have the hope and promise that we can together, witness to a God who creates us, loves us, and redeems us. Let us pray. Eternal God, give us insight to discern your will for us, to give up what harms us, and to seek the perfection we are promised. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.